Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Under the Influence Podcast. My name is Whitney Eckes, and I am just so, so pumped for this next episode. We actually kind of moved in a different direction. This episode is very, very near and dear to my heart because we talk about something that's very important to me, self-love. Our next guest actually has his own brand called Self-Love is the Best Medicine. That's right, everybody. We have Paul Fishman coming on. But before we dive into Paul and his amazing story and so many valuable tips on just how to better yourself, both in the influencer industry and in your own personal life, I wanted to tell you a little bit about the Influence Movement's Blogger and Biz Babe Facebook group. Our Blogger and Biz Facebook group is a secret Facebook group that hosts over 12,000 bloggers and business babes. Each week, we encourage the following and supporting of each other's businesses by collectively posting about our businesses within the group. You guys, this is such an amazing way to connect with other influencers, to connect with other bloggers, even local businesses within your own area. Um, We've seen so many people actually interact on it and connect and, you know, kind of be able to curate their own collaboration deals or their own brand deals. So it's a really great place for networking. And we chose to kind of take this over and really make it our own because we really do want to bridge the gap between brands and influencers. So even if you're starting your own business, even if you're just starting your own blog, go ahead and go check it out. It's called the Influence Movement Blogger and Biz Facebook group. Um, We post about it on our social media all the time. We actually, it's included in our website and theinfluencemovement.co. So go ahead and check it out. Write me a message. Let me know what you guys think because, you know, we love doing this for you guys and we really want to create a space where you just have an opportunity to share, you know, not only like what you're going through in business, but have other people to connect with. It's such an amazing community and I'm honestly so stoked that it grows honestly so quickly every single day. So these girls are amazing. Go check them out. The Influence Movement Blogger and Biz Facebook group. So Paul Fishman is a near and dear friend of mine. I actually met him way back at our first Influence event called Influence San Diego. He is someone that literally just, I swear I told him, I actually said this on the podcast, he walks in the room and it's like your heart just warms. Like that is Paul Fishman to a T. So I'm really excited to have him on. He gives so much value and insight into the self-love movement right now and even into kind of really tapping into how to love yourself in business. So as an influencer, as a self-love coach, Paul really shed some light on how to not only grow your business and take care of it, but to do that and take care of it in a way where you're also taking care of yourself and you're letting yourself grow. So I'm so excited to have him on. So let's just get to it. Under the Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement, and we are about to get under the influence. 
Hello and welcome to Under the Influence Podcast. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the CEO and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement. Today's guest I am so excited about because he just is this ray of sunshine. I swear every time you come into my office, it is like I get so happy. There's just the warmth to you. So I would love to introduce today Paul Fishman, the self-love coach. Hi, Paul. What I do, Whitney? How's it going? <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you for having me. So thrilled to be here. Oh my gosh. Well, Paul, I'm thrilled to have you on. You've been on like you've been doing so many big things lately. You've been all over the place and you've actually been on a few podcasts too. Yeah, I have, and I'm just loving this whole medium. Like I never done a podcast and I've done like five already. So it's really exciting for me just to like spread my message of love and light and empowering people to just really realize that everything that they need is already within them. Yeah. So that's my my big message. I love that. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of your story and how you got to becoming a self-love coach? That is a really, really great question, Whitney. So my story started, my self-love journey started before I knew it was a self-love journey. I really, It really took me like eight years of journeying through this path of honoring and valuing myself to realize that that's what I was doing, that I was loving myself unconditionally. So I grew up. Uh, just kind of different, didn't really know why I didn't fit in. And then lo and behold, you know, I started exploring with myself and figuring out who I was as an individual, which is the definition of self. And I found that I just really, truly had this draw to just inspiring others to look within as well. So when I was 25, uh, I was in a toxic, very emotionally abusive relationship. I was 75 pounds overweight because of it. And also just had a self-prescribed but absolute shopping addiction. (laughs) It was a thing. And I one day woke up and realized that I was living someone else's life. That was really what it was. I was living someone else's life. And the second I stepped into my own and said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to stop living for my parents, my friends, my family, what my boss expects of me, what everyone else expects of me. And I'm just going to start doing me. That's when I managed to find the dream job that I wanted at the time. It came knocking on my door. That's when I started losing weight without even really trying. My body just emotionally let go of it. And that's when I started on this path of like self-love and realization. And that's such a beautiful story. I mean, I've heard your story, I feel like a few times now, but I mean, I love that it also equated in these like physical changes too with you. And you actually started a self-love diet, correct? Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah. So the self-love diet is the program that I've created as a self-love coach to empower and inspire my clients to love themselves unconditionally. Now, the word diet can be triggering for a lot of people, myself included, because at the end of the day, the word diet is so uh, just into this concept of you have to restrict yourself, right? Restriction, 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 don't eat this, don't eat that, and you'll lose weight. Like diet has been all about like restriction and weight loss. And I wanted to 
expand the concept of diet. Because if you look into Merriam-Webster dictionary and you get past the first definition, which is what I just talked about, the secondary definition of diet is just habitual nourishment. So I am empowering, inspiring my clients to find their self, which is their individuality, to learn how to love themselves, which is devotion, and to habitually nourish the devotion to their individuality. And really what I'm doing is allowing them to find the things that they truly want within them and have them once and for all. I love that. And I love that you're kind of you know, challenging that term of diet. And I think it's, I think it's so important. I, you know, that we, when we go into a thing like that, I mean, I, I've done like countless diets and I, I hate it. I hate like being told what to eat. I finally just found a really awesome meal program through one of our clients, but, um, you do kind of almost beat yourself up a little bit when you go into something like that. And you do feel like, even like, I feel like certain fitness programs, like it's very harsh. Mm-hmm. It's very like, you know, just pushing yourself up into this corner. And if you don't get there, you're not good enough or you don't feel like, you know, you feel like you failed. Yeah. And so I love that you're just spinning it on its head. I mean, I'm doing my best. (laughs) Just doing a little dance while doing it as well. (laughs) You know, and what you said really like hit home for me because like, you know, I don't know about you guys who are listening, but I, for one, really struggled with food in general. Like, what am I supposed to eat? What is going to work best for me? Because I have so many people coming at me being like, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. This is what don't eat this, do eat that. Mm -hmm. But that never worked for me. Yeah, me either. And, And that's what I'm really just using these really simple tools and techniques to get my clients in the self-love diet to understand that their body knows what it needs and that's all. So we're really just tuning in and it's super, super simple, but mm-hmm. it's really exciting as well to unlock that. I Yeah. Wow. And I love that. I love that you said that like your body knows what it needs. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you talk about the emotional, like how your body kind of let go of it emotionally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like one of the things that I see is when there's something kind of traumatic going on in my life, I do feel like I'm like holding on to something, Mm -hmm. whether that's like water retention, whether that's a blow. I I don't know all the specific terms, but I do feel like that. Whereas when I'm happy, I feel more active. I feel like I'm like my body's processing things differently. And I love that we're kind of in this this like trend right now or this time where we're learning about like gut health and we're learning about how emotions impact that. And even like you said, like your own persona or the way you look at yourself, how that can really affect your health and mentally, mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. So I think that's all amazing. Tell me a little bit about where this passion comes from and where your drive comes from. Obviously you have this incredible story that led you to where you are now, but what keeps you, you know, what makes you want to go out there and be a coach for these people? That's a great question. The, the breakthroughs are what really, really like just inspire me on a daily, just the seeing people in my program, just having these aha moments, like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that by doing this, I'm going to unlock my full potential. I didn't realize that just by saying these 
few things to myself that I could have exactly what I want. So we run like mini challenges in my group. <laughs> I have like a secret Facebook group for everyone who's in the program. So not only are you going through the program with me, but you're going through it with everyone else with this beautiful community. And we're doing like a mini manifestation challenge right now. So oh, it's, so cool. it's really, really cool just to see people being like, wow, all I have to do is know that I'm worth it. Yeah. Have you ever felt like that? Like you didn't know that you were worth it. And then the second you did, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I feel like too, I was even talking to you about it where we go through, it was like the fraud mindset mm -hmm. and where we self-sabotage our own success. I feel like I had to get past that in business all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like the moment I actually step into that point where whether it's a client, whether it's moving on with a new opportunity that might be risky, like really owning that. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's, it, it is, it's a moment you're like, Oh, Oh, I should have just done this from the beginning. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're just our own worst enemy, you know, yeah. like our mind, our ego gets so comfortable in the discomfort. It's really painful to live that life. Like it's yeah. really, really painful to just restrict and limit ourselves because of fear and because we don't think we're worth it. So that's what I'm doing. You know, I, I'd actually love to share a story about a client that I'm working with. Her name's Jessica. And Jessica, she came to me and she was like a gym bunny. Like she was always at the gym, just like that was how she defined herself. Like she was going to the gym, all of her friends went to the gym. She had just like this banging bod. And then she loved to run. And one day she was running and she broke her foot. Oh. So she lost her identity, right? Because she had put so much into yeah. something else. And she came to me and she was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am. And I was like, we're going to find out who you truly are. And you're going to love yourself even without the gym. Yeah. So here she is almost at the end of my program, loving herself, just having stepped foot into the gym. But her mind is so open to knowing that she is unconditionally there for herself with or without the gym, that the gym is just like icing on the cake. So oh, wow. I love to say that you can have your cake and eat it too, especially <laughs> when you love yourself, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that's like, it's making, I got all the chills just now. Um, but I love that. I love that. I mean, what a story too. And that I, I feel like we know people like that. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like we see people I mean, I feel like I can even see my identity being so closely connected to my business or so closely connected to what I do on a, on a daily basis that I think you're right. I think it's hard not to be like, this is, this is it. Mm -hmm. And if that goes away, you're kind of left with nothing. Right. And you know, there's this chatter in the influencer space about like, you need to have something outside of Instagram. You need to have something outside of Facebook. You know, what if those things go away? Mm -hmm. And I like to pose that question to my clients. What if everything that you defined yourself with went away and you are the only living thing on this planet? What would get you through your day outside of the fact that you're freaking out because you're the only one left? <laughs> like take, take a step back and be like, what truly brings you joy yeah and and just using very very simple tools and techniques and that accountability piece the strategy and the accountability we can shift our mindset and that's what i just love about my program and more importantly the work that all of my clients are doing yeah amen i mean that's that's something to totally think about mm -hmm. so i love that you're already tapping into the influencer space i'm that's my next question mm -hmm. always, <laughs> always leading us there there you go get us there paul so tell me in your own words 
let me back up. I always kind of say this during each of our interviews because I really kind of want to drive this message home. But the whole point of Under the Influence podcast is really to speak to what influence means. Um, we've had multiple guests on here talk about, you know, the original influencer, or the, you know, that influence was actually there before this term influencer came about. So in your own words, what is an influencer? What does it mean to be an influencer? For me, an influencer is a leader. It means someone who has the ability to inspire and empower. And as an influencer myself, I always try to use that for good. Mm-hmm. I think that influence doesn't always have to be for good. And I always, I, I don't like to think of an, anyone using influence for the wrong reason, but you know, you can look out into the world and see so many people who are of power using their influence for not the best. So to flip it back to the positive <laughs> influence is just using your talent as a communicator to lead with positivity. I love that. And I like that you said you kind of tapped into using it for good or Mm -hmm. using it for a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I like to ask companies that come on here, people that with a little bit more of like a brick and mortar or brand business, is I like to ask them what they're doing with that power, whether that's giving back to the community, whether that's inspiring education. And I, it's really important because, you know, we are to also tapping into this really unique time where even if you only have a thousand people watching you, that's still a thousand people watching you. Right. You know, you can, and even to the people with millions and millions and millions of audiences and things like that, you know, there is this potential to be doing something a little bit bigger mm-hmm. rather than just brand deal and making money and making a business off it. And I think that even goes back to, you know, kind of the original good morals of good business ethics. Mm -hmm. So I like that you're talking about that. What do you think are some good examples of like inspiring positivity within your own power of influence? Well, what I can think of most recently is, and I, it's always hard to measure because a lot of people are silent engagement. You know, they'll watch, maybe they'll like a, a, my, my primary form of, uh, influence. I I love Instagram. I love Instagram stories. And I'll just like, I love to inspire people to think outside of what other like large companies are telling them. Like I love to educate when it comes to reading ingredient labels. Mm -hmm. But a big thing that I'm really, really passionate about right now is getting my followers registered to vote and voting. I love that. Because I for a long time was not engaged when it came to politics. And I really think of myself as kind of like, you know, tiptoeing around, but as part of a minority, you know, because I am gay, like I have this, this feeling that I need to speak up yeah. and more, even more so getting people to understand that within my genre of self-love, when you're not registered to vote, when you're not using your right to use your voice, you are not practicing self-love because you are throwing away all the opportunity to really speak your truth. And that's what self-love is. It's speaking your truth, being honest to knowing that you're worth it. You're worth living in a world that you want. And as a member of society who pays their taxes, who supports the government, it it's, you're right. And it's your duty to love yourself so much that you want to put it out to more people. 
God, that was amazing. And I, I've never even thought about it that way, but it is so true. I mean, my mom is up my ass about voting every mm-hmm. single year. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's, I feel like it's so, you do kind of get caught up in, in it into the point where you're maybe a little bit overwhelmed, or at least that's how I feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why, why do I, why? Why should I do this? So I love that you're like, no, this is your right. This is your own voice. And it is an act of self-love because I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to have our say. So um, go vote. Go register to vote. Yes, please. <laughs> and if if this is out after the midterm elections, fingers crossed you did, but you, you have plenty of opportunities to vote outside of the midterms. But I'm really excited to experience the midterm elections because they're the millennial, our generation, um, will make up the largest portion of voters in a very, like for the first time in history. Really? So we have a huge opportunity because this is our time. You know, all these people right here and now who are making these rules, voting people into office who are going to be there for a long time, like the Supreme Court, like, do we, like, I don't even want to talk about it. This isn't a political podcast, but like, if we... Our, we need to fight for yeah. our world because it's all the people who are in the Senate and the House, um, they are going to be dead and we're still going to be alive and we're living in stuff that they're pushing through right now. So just think yeah. about it. It's your life. Yeah. that you're, you're voting for your life. I love that. And I think it's so true. I don't think that we take enough time to think about the impacts of things like mm-hmm. that. And I thank you for sharing that because I feel like that is such a really good point. And it's also really refreshing to hear mm-hmm. someone that's like, you know what, this is important. Let's not forget about it. Cause it is, it kind of seems like, oh yeah, like, okay, like we have to do it. It's something we have to do or something that we don't have to do, whatever. But I love that. Tell me a little bit about, you know, we talked about influencer. We talked about your story um, was there someone or like a business or a political figure or somebody that was a big influence upon you starting this self-love journey? Is there someone like that you look to? Um, a lot of times we talk about really, we, we feel like we're always kind of under the influence of someone else. I have a couple of really amazing inspirations. For example, Geraldine Rodura was actually one of my favorite business inspirations. Mm-hmm. I, and I still look to her all the time. Mm-hmm. I think she's just a badass. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a couple that come to mind. First and foremost would be my coach because I needed someone to help me just up-level my offering and the way that I did business and offered this self-love coaching. So his name is Sterling Griffin. And what's cool is I actually found him on a podcast (laughs) and he's just, what he's doing, he's a coach's coach. So he's empowering uh, coaches who have a message to, of how to turn that into a monetized business. I love that. And he just makes he has so many clients, but he makes me feel like I'm the only one in the room whenever I'm even just on like a Facebook live with him, just like watching. I'm like, Oh, he's speaking to me. (laughs) And uh, so he really inspires me. And then in just the, the influencer space, I have just really been drawn to anyone who's kind of doing it their own way. And what I mean by that is someone who's just like, I really struggle personally with like niching down like that's Mm -hmm. and this is getting out of my should mentality like I should do it this way or another way and and just being in the self-love space no not every post can be rainbows and butterflies I love posting about food too so I really look to people who are doing like 
the lifestyle space um, early on because I only have 16,000 followers and like, yes, that's a lot. But when you look, it's at the lower end. Like I just broke into like the Michael influencer. I was just given the opportunity to use the swipe up feature. So I look to people who are around the same space. So someone that I really love following her name is Rosie. She's Kale in the clouds and she's built this amazing brand. She is a um, flight attendant, Mm -hmm. but living a healthy lifestyle. And it's so cool to watch her and, you know, connect with her because she has this amazing engagement. Like her engagement's at like 10 to 12%. Wow. And like on Instagram, that's huge. So I like messaged her actually yesterday and I was like, Rosie, like, how are you doing this? Like, I need to know because my engagement's sitting at 2%. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, I thought that I was doing really poorly. Like she had no idea. (laughs) So like it, it's just, speaking to the level of her authenticity and I really appreciate that that she's just like living her life yeah so definitely looking to the micro influencers because it helps me stay out of that like oh I should be doing this you know following along you know I love Lauren of the Skinny Confidential like Mm -hmm. I think she's such a trailblazer and my favorite part about her is that she wants everyone's success she doesn't live in the scarcity mentality at all and that's a beautiful thing in this day and age yeah, as well. For sure. And yeah, I mean, Lauren, if you're listening, we always mention you. <laughs> <laughs> We're always talking about I, you here in San Diego. Oh my gosh. I know. I think I've I've mentioned her on pretty much every press mention that asked me who's my inspiration. I'm like, dude, our girl, like yeah. that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that too. You kind of talked about the struggle with niching down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest questions that I get from influencers and I get from even brands. I mean, brands still have to go through this huge process of identifying their target market. You know, I tell me a little bit about being the self-love coach and maybe for those out there that want to do something similar in the coaching industry, how do you determine your clients? How do you determine your audience? Because I'm sure they're kind of, I mean, they might be the same, but they also might look a little bit different. Yeah. Well, it's, It's knowing that your client is going to always be evolving, right? Mm -hmm. So when I first started, so I'll take you back almost like a year ago is when I decided that I wanted to be a quote unquote influencer. (laughs) I wanted to be someone who people look to and I wanted to get all the brand deals and I wanted to be just like, you know, the next it boy of whatever food fashion, you know, and it just was like such a struggle for me because I wasn't sitting in my truth. Like I was reaching out to all these brands. I was creating all this amazing content around like food and fashion. And people were like, who are you? Like um, a little bit more background about me before I stepped fully into being a self-love coach, actually um, just uh, starting the end of October, we'll be doing this as my only full-time gig. Thanks. It's very exciting. (laughs) Um, Spin instructor and Pilates instructor. I, 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 have just stepped out of. So I had this whole fitness following and people were coming to me who wanted personal training and it just didn't resonate with me. But I ran with it because I was like, okay, well, you know, I need to pay my bills, you know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And that client, when I was with them, I realized that all they wanted, they didn't want to work out with me. They just wanted to talk to me. They just wanted to be in my my healing presence because I really just identified myself as a healer who can create space for people. Yeah. So then stepping into that, I'm like, okay, I don't like 
one-on-one -on -one personal training, but I do like healing people. So how can I shift that? You know, mm -hmm. life is just like this big case study, Yeah. right? So I'm sure when you yes. started, you weren't just like, this is the, the brand that I want to market oh, with. Oh God, no. So it's like, so a big thing about self-love for me is giving yourself permission mm -hmm. to be okay with where you are. Yeah. It's it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to one day wake up and say, that's my ideal client. Yeah. And my, right now, my ideal client is women. Yeah. But really, I would love to work with men. Yeah. Because I want men to realize that they're worth loving themselves. And the beauty is, is that I'm using women as my gateway drug. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love working with women because they're so open to doing the work. Yeah, you know, like sure. women are my favorite clients. Um, men are the challenge. I have three male clients right now that it's just like putting me through, like forcing me to just like figure out new ways to get the onion to peel. Yeah. So women are my bread and butter and I love them so much. But women, if you have a, a man in your life, that's just like, you know, that they could benefit. Let's chat. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you said something that I think is really important because as a, either as an influencer A or as someone that's running their own business, that's looking for their ideal bread and butter client or someone that's their perfect client. I like that you said that it doesn't, you know, sometimes we, people talk about writing down this, I like this perfect client on paper, this perfect audience member on paper, mm -hmm. like, right. Like she's five, nine, she has blonde hair. I'm totally describing myself, mm -hmm. but like, you know, like it, it, they talk about, Oh, this is what she's going to look like. This is what she's going to sound like. And that works. I feel like for some people, mm -hmm. another, I mean, a person that does that very, very well is Lauren mm -hmm. from the skinny confidential. But I've even seen, you know, the way that we run the influence movement is that a lot of times, you know, this, this ideal kind of audience that we're going after is a little bit bigger. It is a little bit more general. It's not, you know, it's not just a girl that's out there that wants to have this amazing kick-ass blog. It's, you know, it is people starting their own coaching business. It is someone that's looking to start to open up their first retail space. Mm -hmm. And so I like that you said that it's not always, it's not always what you think it is. And sometimes you have to develop it with time. Yeah. And I think that's so important. No one really talks about that because everyone's just trying so hard to niche down and to get to that specific audience. And sometimes you have to pivot and either expand or go a different direction. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that because mm -hmm. I think that's very, very, very valuable information. And you're you're just learning as you go, yeah. right? I'm um, like, you might like, for instance, my I've been working at building my following for five years. Yeah. People come to me, they're like, oh my gosh, how did you get so many followers? I'm like, five years, you know, like. <laughs> That's how I got them, you know, like yeah. being consistent and, but my followers have grown and changed and morphed with me mm -hmm. as I've grown. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, my aesthetic is, is more pleasing to a feminine audience right. because, you know, I have like light pink and light blue. Those are colors that speak to me. Yeah. I love a glitter moment. And like that, <laughs> you'll find if you go look on my Instagram page, like that's what it is. And then if you go to my website, it's the same thing. Yeah. So with that being said, like that wasn't always who I was. I was trying to be fishman fit. I was trying to be like, and it just wasn't working for me, yeah. but you have to try to know, like I wouldn't have known. Yeah. And I, and here I am just like totally radiating in exactly what I want to be. And that's what's going to serve you, not your ideal client. It's who's your ideal you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bring it home, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. So if you had to give, you know, our audience right now, uh, your best influential tip Mm -hmm. or your best tip in the influence space, what would it be? I know you're going to love to hear this, fam. (laughs) Um, Be patient. Oh, Mm. Oh. Oh, I know. We live in like this, this Amazon prime day and age where instant gratification and listen i am right there with you i want it now mm. i want it delivered i don't even like seriously like i live a few blocks away from takaya this new restaurant and like don't ask me how many times i postmated it and there's like so much shame and guilt and i'm like paul why couldn't you literally just walk the three <laughs> blocks but no i mean someone can pick it up and deliver it to my door Okay, so we have this awful thing, being the East County girl that I am, (laughs) and that somehow has one foot in downtown and LA and everywhere else, but literally Postmates takes like probably like 50 minutes just to get to our house, and I still do it anyway, and I'm like, Whitney, get in the damn car and go, it's it's probably going to take you two minutes. No, No. I want it, I want Postmates, I want it at my house, Mm -hmm. and I will wait the 50 minutes. Amen. Amen. But when it comes to your influence, be patient. Actually consider, you know, your your following as something that you ordered on Postmates. It's going to take a little bit longer to get to you, but it's going to be worth it. Look at you go. I I love that. I (laughs) love it so much. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty of social media. Okay. Where do you see it going? Um... I mean, it's already going to video, but like, I think video mm-hmm. is going to be huge. I mean, there's already like statistic that stories is going to take over mm-hmm. um, the feed. I feel like it already is. Like, I don't even want to talk about how lame my feed engagement is, you know, like just <laughs> yeah. like begging people to go like my photo, but then, you know, stories, everyone's so invested. Yeah. I think that just, I love the this idea of being able to know people without like truly knowing them mm-hmm. it's also casually like stalkerish but like <laughs> and creepy but like i i was actually walking uh and i heard this woman go there's paul fishman to her husband and i stopped and i was like and she was like oh i follow you on instagram and i was like i have made it <laughs> And I was like, wait, can we have an IRL hug? Because, like, I love the IRL moments, in real life moments. So, like, she was like, oh, I just follow you. And I was just like, can you send me a DM so I can connect? Yeah. Because that's that's the the cool thing. Okay. So, I have a a kind of a fun question. This is totally going off base. Um, But I've been actually considering putting my account on private, my personal account. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on having because I mean the other thing that we're kind of running into now is that when we have social media you're always on you're always on your business time you're always on your professional Mm -hmm. time I've even been thinking about you know it is I don't know I'm like I'm almost trying to I'm almost thinking about taking a step back and putting my personal account on private but also still maintaining that kind of face and everything and I feel like you're such a good person to ask that because you do you are Paul Fishman Mm -hmm. you are the coach Mm -hmm. how do you kind of how do you kind of balance that personal life and that professionalism in like your social media space and in like kind of wanting to still keep it you? That's a great question. I don't, I mean, I just really, really love it so much mm-hmm. and always it's uplifting for me when, when my goal is not only to share, like I would say 90% of my shares are going to be positive, but I live for like, a bit good, like in your face, like I'm crying right now moment sharing because people are like, 
oh my gosh, he's a real, he's a real human being, you know, like, so I appreciate what you're saying about taking your account private. Um, and that truly would just be for someone like you who has a business account where you still share and a private might be just for like friends and family, but managing two accounts, I've tried it. It's just like, not a cute look for me. Uh, And (laughs) if you're, if you're listening and you're like, you're wanting to grow this influence and you're wanting to develop brand deals, you're wanting to, you know, just be a part of something bigger than you, you have, you have to have a public account. There's, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. But with the separation piece, there are like Wednesday night, it's date night with my husband. Yeah. when without like that's I know that that's a time but also like my husband has become such an integral part of the, of my brand because I'm showing people that like as I'm a human mm-hmm. and you can have whatever you want yeah. like you just have to manifest that shit right yeah so and like okay you know we can get into how manifesting is like takes a lot and you know it's really hard but it's just like all about mind stuff and I know I'm getting a little off topic I love to get on these tangents I love it Um, going. but my husband when I when we first started dating he was just like not into anything I mean this was four years ago so stories wasn't even a thing like snapchat wasn't even a thing that's where stories first started yeah the OG right (laughs) I, I love I mean and he was never into sharing his his life. He was like, it's my life. I don't want to share it with anyone. You know, his, yeah. his Instagram was private. His Facebook was all the security. And I'm just like, well, what's the point? You know, like, mm-hmm. especially having this calling to inspire. And then when I started w- working in fitness, and that's really how you draw new clients in. It's like, they're like, oh, I want to live the lifestyle like Paul Fishman. That means I have to go to his spin class to to, to get it. So, so now fast forward five years later with my husband and this one, I mean, so we're going up to LA this weekend. Right. Mm -hmm. And I like my mouth, my, my jaw dropped to the floor. He's, we're trying to find a hotel and he goes, Oh, this would be a great place to take a photo of you. And I like, was like, Oh, (laughs) like, if you can see my face right now, like I was like, what like from having to beg him to even take a photo of me like major eye roll like in the back of his head eye roll to now he's scouting places i was like oh wow i mean listen like i I'm i want to sh- just give him like yeah like love seriously, you seriously seriously love that and like what a photo that i posted of a, a bread styling that i did i i he did the bread styling he, he like when he makes food for me he's like oh it's instagram ready for you babe and I didn't give him credit and he totally called me out. Oh my God. I forgot that he did it. You're like, I'm sorry. He's just like, he's my, you know, I know, yeah. I know, I know everyone listening. You're very jealous. I understand. But <laughs> listen, maybe I'll create a new coaching program on how to get an Instagram husband. Well, you would make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I love that. I love that he, you know, that he's kind of investing too, like back into what you're doing. I think that's so important in a partner is really kind of not only for them to invest in it, but just for them to get it. Like mm-hmm. if they just get it and there, there's that support level, like I feel like that's so amazing and right. so crucial. And if there are women listening and you're, you're struggling getting your boyfriend, husband, significant other that is a man in involved in this whole process, 
you got to break it down. You got to say, you know, you, you got to show them a business plan. Like yeah. I'd say, uh, not a business plan because I'm not into planning ahead. Like, well, I am, but like, I don't feel my business is always evolving, like yeah. to con- constrict it and restrain it to specifics of what the future is going to look like. I don't think that's a cute look, but like what changed for Richard and I is when I was paid to post something. Yeah. So I'm just like, Hey, I have, you know, like hypothetically, like you have a thousand followers, you want to grow, you want to become an influencer, babe, I need to start these photos right now. I need to start creating aesthetic. Like, can we set a rule? Like, are you willing when we go out to take five photos? Yeah. Right. I saw this dude miserable, just like standing, taking pictures of his, his influencer girl, but it's like, respect their time too, ladies. Like, Hey, like, I'm going to get five photos. Like, can we do five photos per place? And I think that that's a great ask. The the dude knows that he doesn't have to spend time, his valuable time taking photos of you all day long. Like, try that out. See how that works. I like that too. Like, you're kind of like bringing up that respect factor. Because I feel like a lot of times people like, or girls too, like we always see that now. Like, I even see it like when I'm driving downtown, like I'll see like girls just like standing on the side of like a corner and like their dude is taking photos of them, but like, don't shame them. Like, girl, get your positions down. Mm -hmm. Like they got to do it in modeling school. Like you got to do it. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Get it out of the way. Get it done. Yeah. Like you meet them halfway. I mean, yes. (laughs) Meet them more than halfway. They they deserve it. hundred percent. So, okay. We're going to go into a little bit of some rapid fire. Okay. This is my favorite part. Perfect. It's where we like to kind of keep it real and under the Mm, influence. We get like to have some fun. Yep. Okay. So we're going to start off with your favorite cocktail. My favorite cocktail right now, well, I love a dirty martini, extra dirty, like basically like all olive juice with like a splash of vodka. Are you a blue cheese fan? So I'm, I love blue cheese, but dairy and I broke up a long time ago. So I know, I know blue (laughs) cheese stuffed olive, like in college, like what, what is the cheesecake factory? The well-mannered dirty martini where they do the blue cheese stuffed olives. I have them bring me like a side of the blue cheese stuffed olives and they'd be like, that'll be an extra ten dollars i'm like don't care about that (laughs) bring them now oh my gosh i feel like we're on the track though where we're gonna get to the point where there's gonna be a dairy-free blue cheese like we have to get there i've made it yeah really yeah Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah you so it's uh so it's um i learned it from this book called this cheese is nuts and you um by i forget her name but it's rich roll's wife Julie, I think that's her first name. Um, And I'll give you it. So if you want to link the book in the show notes. Yes, please do. Let's do it. But the, uh, it's a cashew base. And then to get like the, the blue cheese, you, you swirl in spirulina, which is the algae. And then naturally you have to put it in a dehydrator at a very low temperature. And the spirulina starts to like, uh, kind of like ferment. Really? Oh my God. It's so good. It takes a long time and I've only done it once and. But it, but it still kind of has that blue cheese taste to it. Yeah. Really? I love stuff like that. Like, yeah. that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I just got into, like, the gluten-free bagels with, like, oh, oh, oh my, my life has changed. I'm yeah. trying to get there. I'm okay. trying to cut out some grain and okay. some dairy. But yeah. I'm also, like, a really big fan of a charcuterie board and a glass of wine. Listen, so. that that is so fine. Like, <laughs> I, like, remember what we talked about before. Like, yes. restriction is not the way. Amen. It's giving yourself permission to enjoy your life. And a lot of it has to do with what you're thinking of yourself when you're putting those things in your body. I love that. So like relaxation mm-hmm. with cheese. I yeah. I can 
always fuck with that yeah girl you know get down with that cheese no shame (laughs) in your game i love it okay so um do you have of course you do i mean next question is do you have a self-love or wellness practice of course you do Mm -hmm. so give us your kind of routine so my my wellness practice my self-love practice has grown over time the biggest thing that i love to do um and maybe I can illustrate this again by a teaching moment because I I teach this in my program. Yeah. Um, is a mirror mantra, and um, so I have a client, and she came to me and was just really really struggling with like the day to day, like knowing what was right for her, and I gave her these words that fit for her journey, and I had her take a dry erase marker and write them on her bathroom mirror. So she's reading these words to herself out loud, looking at herself in the mirror every single day. And, and it's really cool because within my program, I help my clients figure out specifically words for them, but words that we always start with. um, And if you go to my website, paulfishman.love, and you feel um, inclined to do this, you can sign up for my email newsletter and you'll actually get this mantra sent to you free that you can print out and hang on your mirror. Oh, I love that. Um, So this mantra is, I give myself permission to be okay with where I am. And you're looking at yourself in the mirror, looking at yourself, like feeling all the emotions. I honor the journey and know that I am doing my best. I love and accept you. I love and accept you. I love and accept you. Oh my gosh, that is unreal. So you're saying this to yourself, Whitney, and, and and so many people get uncomfortable, start crying, start laughing. No, I'm getting emotional yeah. just listening to you, like hear you say that mm-hmm. and imagining, because I feel like I go through this, this kind of same thing where I'm sure a lot of people do, but when you look in the mirror and you have those moments of, you know, I'm like where you have those moments of like, this is where I'm at in life. This mm-hmm. is who I am. This is Whitney looking back at mm-hmm. me. And it is a very, very emotional thing. So to say those things, like I love that I give my pers- I give myself permission to be or whatever. Be okay with where I am. That is powerful. Mm-hmm. That that's that's the true like what self love is. And you even I remember you talked about um, you were thinking about I don't know if you've come up with the concept yet or if I'm allowed to talk about it, but the um, compact mirror. I have them. Yeah. You mm-hmm. do. Okay, yeah. tell us about that because I love that. Yeah. So uh, I started working. I I've been just like manifesting events left and right. Um, just putting it out there, like wanting to speak in front of people. And I created a compact mirror that um, says self-love is the best medicine on the front of it. And it's white and it has pink writing on it. And there, it's something that whenever I speak in an event, um, it goes in the gift bag or, and this is just, we, we do that exercise together. And it's, it's really powerful for me to inspire people to just know that they have it within them. And that's, that's what my program is all about. It's unlocking the things that you have within you already. Yeah. And a lot of people just need a very simple strategy to do that. The mindset shift and the accountability. And that's what I'm giving them. You have everything within you. Just knowing you're worth it. You know, whether you're, you're running into, you know, a lot of my clients are running into weight issues where it's just like, Paul, I've lost the weight. I gained it back plus 10 pounds. I lost it again. I gained it back. I lost it. I gained it. I'm helping people break free of this yo-yo mentality, Mm. whether it's weight loss, relationship, career, and just realizing that you're worth it. Oh, 
I love you. I just, I'm so happy you came on this and I am so happy that you're sharing all this truth because it is, I feel like everyone goes through that exactly, Mm -hmm. that yo-yo mentality. And like you said, all of these things are already within us. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you said, unlocking it and bring it to the surface. Yeah, because you're worth it and you deserve it. it. And most importantly, you are not alone in this. Yeah. You know, in the day and age of social media, so many people feel alone Mm -hmm. because there's a screen in front of you and you're just looking out and you're just like, oh my gosh, they're doing this. They're doing this. What a beautiful life. But like we were just talking about that Instagram husband is behind the screen taking the photo of the girl who might be smiling, but afterwards she's beating herself up because she couldn't get the right photo. And And then the husband is over there being so annoyed because he can't speak his truth and be like, I don't want to do this for you. Yeah. This isn't serving me. This is making me resent you. Yeah. So how can we create a life where we're speaking our truth in a positive, productive way and still, you know, being there for others. And that is, that is so true. Like there's so much reality in that. Mm. That is crazy. Okay. I'm my mind. If you guys can't tell, my mind is just blown. I swear, every time Paul comes in here, my mind just g- turns to mush and gets melted. We made it through like awesome. two um, quick fires, and here I am, like I'm quick firing. I love you know? it. Okay, so let's talk about your most favorite awful reality TV show. Okay, um, so <laughs> I, I have to say that I'm not like my husband. Every housewife, he's on it, married to medicine. He watches it all. Yes. I I really personally, when I I don't make a lot of time to watch TV, but the reality shows that I used to love, like America's Next Top Next Top Model, Ooh. like, yes, please. Like when it was I was just watching, I'd be like, oh, what is Tyra gonna say? I mean, <laughs> seriously, like, and I would practice smizing in the mirror. Yeah. And I mean now, like, I think that I have like really have it down. Yeah. Like you can go to my Instagram and tell me if, if you can see the smile in my I, face. I'm gonna look. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I love Tyra. Seriously. And uh it's funny because I recently just got a message on Instagram which made my life like complete. <laughs> and she and this girl was like, I feel like Tyra and the Jays would love you. Like America's next top model is ready for you paul oh, and i was like can you sign up no we, yes oh my God. please okay we're, no, mean, we're doing okay, it okay we're working on it perfect i'm signing you up and not uh, okay <laughs> fantastic i mean i do have to like i did just when i was walking into a building yeah. this woman opened the door and she looks at me and she was like wow you are so handsome oh and i was like thank you <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to share. I'm just going to own it. Okay. You know, like you can't see me, but you can go see me and you let me know. You are beautiful (laughs) on the outside as much as you are beautiful on the inside. You know, and I think I manifested that, you know, you did. Ugly people are ugly on the inside too, but you're, you're all beautiful. Okay. I love that so much. Okay. Um, what is one of your favorite podcasts that you're listening to right now? Um, I love the almost 30 podcast. Oh, so good. Yes. So good. Love so good. That. I'm also, I mean, I also love the him and her with Lauren. Um, but like, just like, I've really, I'm going to be on the Almost 30 podcast. I just had to say it. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm also going to be on Lauren's podcast. I'm just saying all the things. Um, and just like, so of course I do my research, but mm-hmm. just like interviewing styles. And I love Lauren and Michael's banter. And I love Lindsay and Krista, how they're so in line with how they want to interview and just like they're breaking open just 
conversations. Like they just had a pod, did a podcast about white privilege, which I wow. think is like, it blew my mind in like a really powerful way. And, and showed me that I, how as being a white man, I need mm-hmm. to step into things like talking about voting, talking about human rights, talking about these things that are scary things to talk about because we're scared that people are going to judge us. Right. But oh my goodness, like anything that can like expand my mind. Yeah. Um, Lewis Howe, also love him. Yeah. Um, Rich Roll, I think that he was real like on the food, food space. Like, so once again, I made a long answer of your, your quick fire. No, I love that. I think those are all really, really amazing. And, I mean, and of course, this podcast. Oh, of course, on the influence, yeah, right? I love naturally. it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, your favorite business owner slash influencer. My favorite business owner slash influencer. Oh, I love Coco of Coco Bakes at Coco Bakes. Yes. Um, do you know her? I've seen, I feel like I don't know if I follow her, but I've seen her. I've heard yes. of her, seen her. So she, her and I are actually doing an event this weekend in LA and Ooh. she makes the most amazing gluten-free vegan sourdough. Oh. Like, and it's available to order on Friday and Saturdays. It always sells out. Um, her and I did a giveaway of this bread and I've done giveaways with Suja, like, juice cleanses. I've done huge giveaways. This $20 loaf of bread, this giveaway performed the best out of any giveaway I've ever done. Really? People want want this bread (laughs) so bad. So like if you're thinking about going gluten-free, but you need, and you need a bread um, substitute, absolutely 100% recommend um, Coco Bakes. She's at Coco Bakes, C-O-C-O-B-A-K-E-S on Instagram. And not only that, but she's such... She's all about just like, as a consumer, you have the right to know what's in your food. You have the right to ask questions and you have the right to, to healthy ingredients. And so she calls out brands who are you know, saying they're healthy, but really are not. She's calling out brands to like who we trust, like mm-hmm. to, to actually take ownership of their influence and oh my gosh, it's just a dream come true to like see someone because I've been doing that for a long time, but she's specifically in the food space. Like yeah. I have a, a bigger space that I'm in, but I love her so much. Oh my gosh. Well, Paul, you've seriously been such a joy having you come on here. Thank you. I, do you where can people find you? And you know, what what kind of like things um first off, where can they find you? Yeah, so I on all social media, I'm at Paul Fishman. So my first name, Paul, P-A-U-L, and then fish, like the things that swim in the sea, man like me, at Paul Fishman. And then if you want to head on over to my website and learn more about working with me, uh, also check out my blog. I write a lot of stuff about my journey. It's paulfishman.love. So Paul, fish like the things that swim in the sea, man like me, dot L-O-V-E. I, that was the most amazing answer of my life. <laughs> and actually too, we had, we actually kind of chatted a little uh, briefly before this podcast started and you are going to offer any of these listeners a free consultation call with you, correct? Yes. Yes. So all you have to do to do that is you'll go to paulfishman.love backslash Ekis, and it's going to take you to a specific landing page to apply for my program. And that way I can track so that you can have that free consultation call with me. So make sure to use that specific uh, 
landing page and Whitney's going to have it in the show notes so that you can apply and get your free consultation. Yes, I will include all of this in the show notes. Paul, thank you so much for just sharing so much love on this episode oh, and just pleasure. being you, man. Mm. You just make me so happy. And I'm so, I'm so, so honored to have you on. Oh, thank you for having me. It's just a treat. Absolutely. Always. Well, thanks for going under the influence of us. Absolutely. Bus.